We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Nothing Podcast. I am your boy. Biz Marky. <laughs> My boy KRS1. The Nora boys in the building. <laughs> you know how we get down. You know how we get down. I'm brought to you by Nora Whiskey and NoraWhiskey.com. That beautiful American whiskey and NoraWhiskey.com. If you drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. Left, I'm going to let you roll. You just got finished watching Marcus Freeman's press conference. I have some bullet points. You definitely have something to start off with the very last thing he said at the end of his press conference. And we're going to get to that, but don't forget, YouTube, smash it. CFB Nation, audio edibles each and every day. It is what it is. It's a Lucky Lucky podcast, home in a misguided passion. You already know, we spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Each and every day, we start with leftovers, which are comments left by fans after the show based upon what we said. Left last night, the comments spilled over from YouTube into my DM, (laughs) where we and myself personally 
were accused of making a mockery of KVA's commitment. Uh, I was accused of calling him a mama's boy when he is a self-proclaimed mama's boy out of his own mouth, even after his commitment. And not only that, let me read you the direct quote because I don't want to misquote. There's this um, Sean, you were so disrespectful of the KVA decision. Uh, but I do not like you saying that God has him delusional. And this is why we do leftovers. I, we never said anything about God. Did we have a problem with what he said, love? God helped us. I, I thought that's what we said. God show him something that he didn't believe in his own self and and i think our point was in the midst of god helping us please don't be deaf to what he said yeah this is what he said to us god helped us right. but don't be tone deaf to the fact that the young man said, I could I not, see, not myself see myself playing at Notre Dame. At all. Because it relates to other great players. Delusion? God? God has him delusional. Wow. God didn't harden his heart like the pharaohs. God opened his heart up and said, hey, I'm showing you something you don't even know about yourself. Man. And all we was just saying is that Marcus Freeman should take a step back and call on the good Lord. Because what he's been doing this whole time is, has, has been getting close, but he didn't call to close, obviously. But it speaks to also, is that what it takes to get to Notre Dame? Is God got to intervene in your recruitment? Not that he's not there all the time, but you would think that there's other factors that would that would help you decide. Because that's not what other recruits are always referring to. They just say, yeah, I like the school because it's going to give me two weeks, that's third. We would hope that the perspective of Notre Dame obviously includes God, but also includes something that, you know, the efforts that the staff is putting forth matters. Because clearly this one wasn't a staff decision. This one was, you know, a spiritual one. The staff works hard every day. We would want those recruiting efforts to apply to these five stars that we seem to not acquire as much as other schools. Yo, man, look. <laughs> this is why we do leftovers because it's our show, and I see people in the chat. And I'm, I'm gonna say this once again. And I man, I feel strongly about this. This is our show. This is our format. We do it the way we want to do it because we spin it different. You don't rush us to get to. What we get to. We got about an hour and 50 minutes left. There's plenty of time to talk about one day of camp in a press conference. Relax. This is what we do. Jerron Jones is he's waiting for us in the background, by the way. Relax. 
people don't uh people don't like preheating the oven, you know. Dude. Like taking the cookies out the package and throwing them in the oven. You gotta we we literally created leftovers for the fans because they continue to comment on what we talk about after the show. Yeah. <laughs> they must ain't been on no date before, man. Dude, it is yo. All I'm saying is, and all we continue to say, man. God, I man, I need to work on my prayers. I'm sorry. I'm headed down to South Bend next week, bro. I promise you I'm going to the grotto. I promise you. I promise you I'm going to the grotto. I promise you. <laughs> I got a nice list. 24, 25 kids. Gotta get them. That's how we gotta approach it. Hit the grotto first, then hit the then hit the huddles in the in the recruiting sites. Man, so. Marcus Freeman just met with the media first time this spring, I mean, this fall. We're going to bring in our brother. I'm going to call him, I'm going to call him Kate Daddy. Yep. I'm calling him Kate Daddy for today's show. Yeah. That's because he, he's, he's definitely been cake. He's been cake in the last 24 hours. We, Oh, he's he's very familiar. I'm familiar now, with his now, skills when it comes. You know, to you know, we love him. He's doing big things, and I have to ask you, big bro, is it good? Well, yeah. You you just got through with lunch with the with the missus. Yeah. But what what did you partake yeah. of? What did you partake of? She made waffles and I just made a dick just piece. <laughs> That's right. That's right. See, listen, you know they like you when they make a little food for you. You know what I'm saying? I made them myself. Okay. Well, you know how to stay alive, but you got to have that partnership where she's like, you know what? I care about your well-being so much. I need to make you a little waffle or something. Nah, I'm making some salmon tonight, though. That's okay. Right. Okay. That's you right. Trying, you making salmon in the oven or you doing it on the grill? Nah, it's the oven. I ain't got it's a grill. The oven. I, moved into my, I just moved into my place, so I don't got a grill yet. Okay. Congratulations, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. From dorm rooms to uh, palaces. I mean, like that. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a palace, but it's, it, it's something nice. So before we get into the first aid camp and specifically the defensive line and Notre Dame, what you had your eye on. Did you see when Notre Dame invaded New York, did the press run? I did. You saw the you saw the videos, right? I only, only only knew that they threw the first pitch. Outside of that, I don't really know about anything else. Okay, perfect setup because Joe Alt was out on the streets. Yeah, you are you are the New York representative, bro. Mm -hmm. That's so right. So Joe Joe Alt did a little food. Oh, for Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I, I wouldn't really necessarily call <laughs> New York City my hometown, but Buffalo, the representative of Buffalo. Okay. Right. You know, we'll say New York. Here we, we go. We would have to consult guys like, you know, Pete, Mike, or Jay. Jay, Jay, Jay Hayes. Jack. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Even Trimbetti. You're right. New Jersey, that's the army. forgot about Trimbetti right across the river. My point is, even you being as close, we'll save the Brazil the questions for later then. <laughs> even you, if you went to New York and you said, yo, I'm going to tell people these are the places you have to go mm -hmm. to really talk about the food in New York. Or these are the foods that I'm going to try. Yep. You would still be able to do that, even being from Buffalo. Yeah. What three foods would you say these are the three things we have to eat on camera? At at Notre Dame or in New York City? New York City. Then we can do Notre Dame because that's a good question. Um. So, for the city, obviously, it would be any pizza parlor. Then after that. A close second. You can put it 
first or second. It would be Italian food because you always mm. need pasta. Um, now, would it be Queens Italian or would you stay on the main island? I would have to stay on the main island. Okay. I will only okay. go. I will only go to Queens and the Bronx or Brooklyn for some like Caribbean food. Mm. You know, you you need some good oxtails in your life. You never had oxtails. See? I'm telling you now. Don't stay away from me. Exactly. Stay away from me exactly because they give you health problems. Which stay away from what? From what? Ain't nothing wrong with a good oxtail, bro. You I'm you going you crazy? Man. Hey, and and if somebody really knows how to cook the curry goat, just if just, they really know how to cook the curry goat, yeah, curry goat, yeah, for sure. Rice and peas, you know, even some even a side of mac, side of collard greens, you know, you you can't go wrong with either or. But you don't eat like that no more. You on that salmon and broccoli, that king yeah, broccoli. yeah, yeah. Wow. When I when, when I'm at home, when I'm at my <laughs> when I'm within my walls, yeah. I try to eat pretty healthy for the most part. I just had a pizza again. But um yeah. I'm I think I made some tacos earlier this week. The street style tacos. Okay. So that's that's the LL question of the day. Yeah. As you get ready to talk about fall camp. Notre Dame fans, wherever you are, we got Notre Dame fans all the way over in Great Britain. Got Notre Dame fans in Germany that People, watch us. Notre Dame fans are everywhere. Everywhere, man. Wherever you are, give us the go-to spot if we come to your town, wherever you are, that we must partake of. Because I'm coming there in September because I'm doing a game in Buffalo, so you got to let me know. Buffalo? Oh. Mm-hmm. Buffalo versus Liberty. Shout out, you know, CBS. Oh, UB plays Liberty. Ooh, I might have to go to that. Yeah. Oh, that, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a good game. It'll be a good game. Be a <laughs> that's gonna be a good game. John um, Matt, yeah, but nah, you can never go wrong with again, Lenovas because it's like the best pizza spot in Buffalo. Um, Buffalo is really known for their wings. I think I think they got great wings. You can go to any, you can go to any bar. So that's not a myth. That's not a myth. Like actually, oh, no, we're actually no, nah, we're actually one of the uh crew. Original creators of wings, even from like when it was black, like when it was just the black people just making wings, and they was they was really like t- a ten piece was really only going for a dollar fifty. You know what I'm saying? And then like a twenty piece is only like two fifty. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like like my my grandma was even telling me a story about this actually like earlier this summer. Like yeah, it was like back in like you know early sixties. You know most of, you know when things were still separate. The the whites were pretty much want like you know the chicken breast, chicken thighs, you know, the, but they thought like the wings were like they was they would just discard those, and then it was one a black man who opened up a restaurant just off chicken wings, and he was selling like ten pieces for one fifty. You know, I, I got to find the picture. I literally, I literally had the picture, but I, but my photo album so long and so big, like I got like. 10,000 photos, so I, it would take me forever to find it, but, like, literally, like, it would be, like, a 40-piece would be, like, um, like, three bucks. Like, it was just, like, they were super cheap. Everyone wanted to just, like, people in that neighborhood, because they were so cheap, everyone loved chicken wings, and, you know... Is it? Was, yeah, that it, was just it. And Is it is it February? You dropping some, some black history? Is it is it February? Okay. Nah, not, I'm like, you know, all February. year. It's not February, but, you know, just I always try to learn as much as I can. You know, always. It, Yo, what you're talking about was actually chronicled in the Rick James documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spoke about this and, time. And, and Rick James from Buffalo. Yeah, he spoke about this time. He spoke about loving hot wings, even... When he moved out to the West Coast, yeah, that's actually dope. That's actually dope. Yeah, and then like obviously once, you know, not to say it's white people's fault, but you know once white people started to get on to chicken wings, then that's when the price started to raise because there was more of a demand for it. Obviously, with the greater majority at the time. That's actually. And now crazy. You know, we we fast forward to 2021 20, to this era. They say they say there's an alleged chicken wing shortage now. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> the Iron Lucky Lefty Podcast. So we're gonna start with Marcus Freeman's press conference, and I'm about to let. I don't know if you heard the press conference or any other. Uh, nah, I have. I just been. I literally. I've been just literally unpacking at my place. I'm not even fully moved in. Okay, yet. so we're gonna give you an abridged version of what he talked about, but Malik is a little hot about something he said towards the end. So I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and let Malik roll on this one because yeah. um, uh, <laughs> what was it at the end that got you hot? Left. I, I, I know it was, a, it was a question about Steve Angeli, I, I, I believe. Steve Angeli, man, it's just, uh, you know, New York guy, right? Or New, mm-hmm. Jersey, New Jersey. Man, it, does, it just doesn't sound like the right language in terms of what you want from your franchise quarterback. Uh, you know, when we're thinking of Notre Dame, you want to recruit the dogs. You want to recruit guys that are ready to take on the position day one that's the expectation uh you know bryce young great example came in and was mad he didn't beat mac Mac jones Mm -hmm. think about that he like like, he coming in from high school modern day like why is mac jones playing over me yeah that's the type of attitude you want from your quarterback that's your franchise especially if you're worth a damn as a program you get marcus freeman Talking about Steve Angeli being thrusted into the position. How you thrusted into the position? You go to school to play quarterback. You ain't thrusted into being thrusted into a position is like you working at McDonald's and you a fry cook. You, you cooking up them fries, cooking up them fries. You you every day eight to five cooking up them damn fries. Yeah. One day, the cashier don't show up, and you got to take over shit. Yeah, manager like, hey, fry cook, hit the cashier. That's being thrusted into a position. Yeah, yeah everybody work at McDonald's, mm-hmm. but you got your role. You're the fry cook. Yeah, but if they tell you to work the cashier one day, you like, wait a minute, I don't know how to take no order. I don't know how to punch these buttons and take the money and do the exchanges and make the conversation. I don't know. How to, I, I cook fries. Yeah, I just think of it as you know him being thrown into the fire especially you know no 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 how you thought how you thrown into the fire because because you got to think about this probably last year because this is a quarterback we're talking about right he's a quarterback yeah he's been here last year year, drew pine it it was drew pine and taylor buckner taking all the reps you know even if there was injury or if, if there was something catastrophic to happen we wasn't expecting Steve Angeli to go into a game. See, see, that's the problem. Steve Angeli wasn't expected. And that's the yeah. problem with the mentality that we recruit. Why are we recruiting guys that's not expected? How are you not expecting to play? What you what you want to go there and just I wouldn't say I, but, but and, that's the thing. I'm I'm not saying he's necessarily expecting to play, but like you know, just like think about like when you're let's say you're a third or fourth string quarterback, and you know, you 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 know you're gonna take reps, but you know you're not going to get any game experience. So you're just going into the season thinking, how can I get better through practice reps and stuff like that, scout team reps. And then now there's a possibility now because we've lost two quarterbacks and, you know, obviously we, we have Sam Hartman. But, you know, who's going to be our QB too? What if what if he what if Sam Hartman go, goes down? What if we lose him for the season? Prime example, prime example. Marcus Freeman said, man, I love that Steve Angeli's hanging around Sam trying to learn how to be a dog and learn from a quarterback. Yeah, that's cool and all. But mm-hmm. at the same time, that's not the mentality you want as a quarterback. A dog don't hang. He didn't say nothing about Kenny Minchie hanging around with Sam Hartman. He didn't say nothing about Kenny Minchie being a, a, a follower or hanging around trying to, you know, take something from somebody because Kenny Minchie knows he's a dog. Kenny Minchie looking for the opportunity to play no different than a Bryce Young. Bryce Young, as much as he took the backup role to a Mac Jones, it <clears throat> Mac Jones took a seat. Yeah, I, but I think, like I think it was Bryce Young going in there like I should have been playing day one because he had an expectation for himself. If you're going in Notre Dame, just like going to any top program with the expectation of, well, let me just see or wait a year, wait a year. That's not how college football even works today. You're getting paid $8 million just to go 
just to have the expectation, you better jump on the scene and get great. That's $8 million. And I think for the kids and for what Notre Dame needs, we need a guy that's in there like, hey, I need to be day one guy. I need to be a day. I'll have the expectation for myself. And if it comes down to it, no different than how I felt when I was there, no different than how Deshaun felt when he was there, how Ed felt. The opportunity when it comes, you got to be ready to go. And I think that for for your coach to speak about you as a guy that's, that's being thrusted into a position or is being uh, pulled up or being – uh, mentored up and ready to go is it, it doesn't sound like the language of a guy that's being recruited as a five star, for instance. You know, we're not if we were to get Keon Keeley, we're not talking about Keon Keeley two years later, like he's about to be thrusted in the plan. What are we talking about here? We want that position to be elite. We want a guy to come in here and be like Justin Scott. He's looking to be like, I'm trying to play with other great players day one that I'm not better than where I can elevate my talent being an elite player already i don't need to be we don't need to be acting like we're jesus and raising lazarus from the dead to be able to be operational for a quarter for our for our football team we need a guy that's like i'm ready to go tomorrow i, I think you're the mentality of a kenny Minchie. yeah but again i so any great athlete in order to be a great athlete you have to be the most self-critical right so in in any form or fashion if you can find ways to improve your game and so like let's say for example let's say for example if you were playing for the jets right now and you were playing and you were competing with aaron Rodgers, you still wouldn't want to pick a 14 year for for surefire about to be first ballot hall of famer when he retires you won't want to pick his mind to see like you know how, how does he get that competitive advantage what is his recipe as to why he's gotten so much success in the league. You um, definitely you definitely take things from guys as an experience. For instance, do yeah. you think do you think that Ev was taken a lot from Tommy? I think so. But was Ev around following Tommy around trying to no, da, 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 no, what? No, oh, exactly, no. exactly. Because Ev knew who he was. Ev might have saw what Tommy did here and there and was like, okay, but Ev mm-hmm. wasn't out here trying to suck up what Tommy was learning and, and take it for himself. It was like, man, I know I'm good. I was number one guy coming out of high school and shit. I just want an opportunity. But and, again, and, and Tommy clearly showed two different ways of doing the same job. Ed was good at what he was good at. Tommy was good at what he was good at. And it worked that way. I don't want a, a copy of what Sam is as a rental. How much you going to learn from a guy in one year that you can apply if you're not already ready? If you're not ready in two years at Notre Dame, like, like, you know, if you ain't ready by your red shirt sophomore year and you still trying to jump on the train at at, at offense, especially it's over for you. Yeah. But, it's but I feel like, this, I feel like, again, these are different circumstances because again, no disrespect, no disrespect to Tommy, but Tommy wasn't getting the notoriety going into that 2012 season as Sam Hartman is getting into this season. Tommy's yeah. not Tommy wasn't considered, you know, on the top five of the elite quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Tommy's a Tommy's a top what top six Notre Dame quarterback of all time. For sure, to, for sure. Absolutely. Due to all the metrics and all that. So exactly. But but like but like again, like I feel but JJ, like, I will to go and kind of support your point. 2011 Tommy literally lost games. <laughs> Turn the ball over in the red zone. Yeah, a crazy like that, rate. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like that 2012 season where you know he kind of got back into the start. You know where we, he was putting points where he had to play. I feel like it was more like a, a real true underdog story for him. How? Like, How? He a top six quarterback. You know, underdog in the top. That's like saying Ian Book was an underdog. How? He played. In fact, Tommy played almost what the third most games ever type at Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, but, but again, but again, when a quarterback loses his job, what is what, what does the normal public do when a quarterback loses his job? If you they write him your, off. if you lose your job in college as a quarterback, it's different than losing your job if you, you know, in the league. If you lose your job in college and you're playing the most games, but but Malik, let me tell you this. Let me tell what you. are you? 
What do you Because I, I was actually I, I was actually there in 2012, and I, yeah, and I watched yeah. the 2011 season when we. So when it when the keys got handed to Everett, everybody was super excited because of the fact that you know Everett can actually extend plays, can yeah, actually move with the beat. You know he he they can. They considered Everett more electric than Tommy. Again, no disrespect to Tommy because Tommy's a great quarterback. I think Tommy's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in my eyes, personally. But again, even even me, even me coming in as a as a little freshman who was just taking in knowledge, like you know, seeing a quarterback lose, who was the starting quarterback last year gets replaced by a freshman. You you're thinking you're thinking that yeah, Tommy either is either going to transfer or you know Tommy's not going to. He's not going to be the starting quarterback, at least for the foreseeable future. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, in 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 this and that. That's the reason why. I'm just saying that's a reason why. Yeah, but again, like, so like, so like, Everett's not gonna, Everett's not gonna be. I, I feel like if it was Sam Hartman playing in front of Everett, Everett would be trying to soak as much knowledge as he. Could. I don't think so. Do you, you know Everett. You know Ev. Look but, at how he plays but, basketball. Like the I man know, don't. I ask. know, but but with Sam Hartman coming over with the resume that he has, Sam. Matter it, of fact, Sam wouldn't even transfer if Ev was there. Let's think. Let's go that. Yeah, far. Like, that's Sam true. Even, that that that. So that, it's like not, that. Not, it not, wouldn't not. even exist as a scenario because the you're mentality right that Ev had is, yeah, is right. different than the mentality of a Steve Angeli. And at least you could win with Ev. We went to the championship. Yeah. You can't go nowhere with a mentality of a guy that's but but also but also but also during that season there was times where we took Ab out and put Tommy and Tommy had a close game for us. Yes, but Tommy Tom- also was was losing a lot of games for you. So yeah, you can not win. that year because we went undefeated that year. Right, but I'm saying you can play a great backup position, mm-hmm. a complementary position because yeah. the full thing it ain't it ain't it ain't. It's very Kirk Cousins like. Yeah, you can give us a, a, you know, you know all the offense. You can do, 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 but as the game goes on, you don't get stronger. So when you input yourself in spots, yeah, he did his thing, but that's because Ev was young. Yeah, I think if Ev was the same age as Tommy, it wouldn't be no Ev and Tommy. It'd be Ed. That's, I don't know. We'll see. I see. It's interesting because I will say this: the question and the way it was phrased to Marcus Freeman was, which I thought was interesting, especially, dude. You just started camp, like Coach Freeman. Did you ever think about after spring going back to the portal for a quarterback to get a veteran quarterback? See, that's a problem. First of all, because this is Steve Angeli's second year. That's what I'm saying. It's your second year. It's second year. You got Sam Hartman. So if you have to contemplate going back into the transfer portal for a backup, not for a starter, for a backup, and you have a second year quarterback and a freshman. Every year, which if you are a program, got to transfer. If you are a big time program, that freshman should be ready to start games in November. That's what I'm saying, Bryce. If you're a big-time college football program, that freshman quarterback, I didn't say he should be able to be great. He yeah. should be out. He should be able to carry out a game serviceable. plan, serviceable in November. Yeah, Evangeli has been there. They've gotten a transfer quarterback every year. First, if he said if they knew he no, was going to be the man coming in, they wouldn't have got Jack Cone. But left, he said no. We decided not to, but we thought about it. <laughs> He didn't just flat out say, oh, no, we got full confidence in Steve Angel. He said we thought about it, 
And then after discussion, we decided not to. Tell your girl okay. that, Jerron. Tell but, your girl but, that, Jerron. Tell your girl, okay. be like, before I dated okay. you, I thought about dating so, somebody. So, so listen, I'm, I am now, I am now a high school coach. Say, put, put yourself in the coach's position, and you want your court, and you want your quarterback to do better. You want your quarterback to pick his, pick his game up. Honestly, I would say something like that. I would. Okay. Because okay. I feel like, because you know. You want to see, you want to see how your players will respond. So I think, I think, yeah, it's just like an indirect call out to see if you know if he's going to pick his game up and answer the call that work that we're calling for him to do. See, that's my problem. I, re- I respect the move. See, that's, that's, that's my problem. Oh, there's too many games being played. For <laughs> <laughs> what? Do, but, do you think? Hey, do you think? Do you think you got, that they, for instance, he finally think, he finally admitted. What we've been saying since March, yeah, it's a it's a benefit to go into camp with a true leader at quarterback and not have a quarterback battle. After he did all that dancing with yeah. Sam Hartman, Tyler Buckner, all oh, the both of these guys. Uh, no, we got no, a real know, leader. Know, and, and and to be honest, that's why I think that's why that's Tyler Buckner transferred because he knew because even when even when Sam Hartman and when it was announced that he committed, we all knew he was going to be QB1. Yes. Yes. We all knew it, JJ. We knew. So, yeah. And, yeah. But that's why the game's got to stop being played. No, it, it, it don't because our gener- these kids now in college, our, our gener- think about it, Malik, our generation is – over because now there's these nils there's the transfer portal where like you know your coach can't restrict where you go and you can go somewhere and play you get and more get reason why you don't play games i, I know but so like so like a lot situation. of these kids a lot of these kids don't have the same urgency that we had because again we because they feel like okay if this don't work out there will be another opportunity that will be waiting for me and i will be able to just walk in and just start because you know they feel like they'll need they'll have a need for me you know what i'm saying where it's no longer there's not many competitions anymore going into camps especially at the quarterback position we huh? we especially look at georgia look at bama look at look at all the top pro- ohio state look at all the top programs got a quarterback competition it's the ones that don't yeah. are the ones that are successful ie usc ie yeah exactly Carolina, so, so, IE. so yeah because at this point this was a very quarterback-heavy draft. Think about it. The Every top, year in quarterback competition, it's the teams that don't have one are the ones that are the best teams. Georgia didn't have one; they won championship. TCU didn't have one; they won. They win the playoffs. Michigan, they solved theirs and then went back to the playoffs. Yeah. Hell, every team that went to the playoffs had a quarterback with no competition. But like, but like again, in today, what, what I'm trying to say in today's. If whoever don't win the quarterback competition, I bet you at least two thirds of those quarterbacks that lose transfer to another school. Well, that's fine, but when it comes to Notre Dame, we want a guy to be a franchise guy. Yeah, so in so, order to have yeah, that, exactly gotta, facts, facts. But what I'm saying is, to. I feel like these kids just don't got the same urgency to you know want to take because you know they think like honestly, if I don't start here, I know they're there's a team that will take me right now. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely the opportunity to, to flee to other places, but at the same time, we're not taking quarterbacks that are looking to find out to see maybe if they can play or not. We're taking guys that are looking to play right now. And for guys that are looking to play right now, I believe we have a guy in Kenny Minchie that's looking to play as soon as possible. A guy like Steve Angeli in the year 2023 in college football is outdated only because it's a win-now culture. Marcus Freeman don't got years to wait till Steve Angeli blossoms and develops into Peyton Manning. So either he's ready after two years or we got to look at Kenny Minchie and C.J. Carr. I think it's discouraging that he's having to uh, talk glowingly about Steve Angeli 
and another quarterback at the same time. He ain't just spoke about Steve Angeli by himself and was like, man, this dude, he's just ready to take on the challenge. Da, da, da. He's talking about, man, he's been tagging along with Sam, asking Sam thousands of questions. Uh, his head spinning because he's been taking scout team to back up. It's like, oh, man. man look, yeah. Yeah. Look around college football. Man, I don't, this fan, championship teams don't have, oh, we got a senior quarterback and a junior quarterback. And the transfer quarterbacks aren't staying on rosters, man. Yeah. Allowing teams to just stack, you got to have a quarterback in each class. No. 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 See, this is the leftovers of Tommy Reese in that quarterback room when he was the OC. These are leftovers. You know what's coming down the pipe? You got Kenny Minchie? Kenny Minchie is coming for heads. <laughs> he Kenny called Minchie, the coaches have to pull his reins, bro. That's how confident he is. That's how much arm confidence he has. Yeah. They're worried about his confidence being too much. We got to pull him in. CJ Carr ain't giving a darn about anybody in that room when he shows up to campus next At year. All. He don't give a darn. Mm -hmm. He's looking to play. And Deuce Knight, if he decides to go to Notre Dame, he don't give a darn about CJ Carr. And he don't care about Kenny Minchin. That's a quarterback room. Everybody knows who's the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. It's Caleb Williams. Malachi Nelson don't give a darn. That's the only that's the only time when you cool with sitting and learning when you got the highest. Yeah, Malachi, Malachi Nelson might understand that, oh, this dude is the number one pick. This dude is the real deal. But Malachi Nelson walking in that locker room like, oh, he gets hurt. I'm up next. Oh. Or if I, or if I potentially beat him. The same. I'm sure I'm this Caleb, Caleb Williams had the same attitude. As soon, yeah. as, as, soon, as soon as Spencer Rattler dropped the ball, what happened? Yeah. What he happened? Went. He went he off. He took off. He didn't win the Heisman that year, but he but he put up Heisman numbers. He took off. And that's all we're saying. Like, you're going to be a quarterback in a big-time program, hey, be it, and you're a dog, you're a dog. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Your attitude should be, man, I bet they better not let me on this field. If they let me on this field, it's going to be a problem. And that's the attitude Steve Angeli should have right now. If Sam goes down, it's on the pop. It's a problem. It's on the, Do you see these running backs? Do you see this offensive line? Do you see these wide receivers? Oh, I'm about to get – it's about to be lit. Go crazy. In Notre Dame Stadium. That's what I'm saying. You being thrusted into a position when we have a stacked team. It ain't like you thrusted into a position with no O-line and no guys to throw to. You thrusted into the 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 the, the opportunity of a, of a lifetime. You got invited to the damn dance. It's like, oh, damn, I'm going crazy at the prom as a freshman. I, I, I just I, I just hope we're as good as advertised because people think I people over here think I'm delusional. When I'm saying that, you know, well, we ain't been I, helping. I, I got us against Ohio State this year for sure. Last year, I just I just wanted us to cover the spread, but this year I've, I, I'm I'm putting Notre Dame money line. You playing so, money line all year? No, I, I'm I'm not sure with. Okay, what keeps you what keeps you on the money line? Because this is interesting. I got money line against Ohio State, but I don't. Okay, I will probably have to go spread against USC. Oh, that's interesting. Because well, of the I, fact, because you, of the would fact, I, would you take the over in that game? though? Yes. Yes. But the only reason I say I don't know about USC is because I know that how tall of a task is going to be to have to beat Ohio State, <clears> a, <throat> a, a powerhouse like them, yeah. with the receiver room that they have, and the they offense. say Ohio State the most talented team in the country. Exactly. Yes, USC. And, and, and I and, and I. But again, I feel like because we're just because don't we play them back to back? Like I think we got to buy then USC or I think it, there's a game between. It's all, probably only like two weeks. They play pit between. Uh, yeah, yeah, USC is later in October. 
And but like Ohio State, like that last week in September. Last week in September, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like if they pull that off, they just got. I don't know. That next week, let me. Uh, that next week, we picked as one of our trap games after Ohio State yeah. because they they go to Duke. Okay. They go to Duke. Oh, uh, and that's gonna be a good game. That's it's gonna be a good game with Riley Leonard. Good game. It ain't gonna be no good game, man. Left, man. You so disrespectful, Elko, bro. Man. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Would Duke be a good game versus Georgia? No. Would Duke be a good game versus Alabama? Wait a minute. Did you think Missouri was going to be a good game against Georgia when they went on the road last year and they were down 10 in the fourth quarter? Do you See, think? Uh, answer the question. Answer the question. They came off an emotional. Georgia came off an emotional win and went on the road against Missouri. And you did not believe that they would be down 10 in the fourth quarter, did you? There was no way you saw Georgia being down 10 in the fourth quarter. You would have thought Georgia was going 55 on them boys. What was the final score of that game? They ended up winning. They came back and won in a close game in Missouri. The final It was was still a one-possession game when it shouldn't have been. Exactly. But But the point I'm saying is it shouldn't be a game. It's not a trap game. We it's didn't say Notre Dame is the better team. That's not the yeah. point. I'm, no, I'm saying it shouldn't be a trap game because no, it shouldn't should be, be but... way more talented. The trap game, in my opinion, would be a game that is of equal talent that, yeah, we should win. That's not a trap game, Malik. It is. That's not, That's a, not trap. a trap game. That's a trap games matchup. are against uneven teams and talent. That's not a trap game. That, no, a trap game is games that we're expected to win, but you know we got a big game next week, or we came off a, a big emotional win the, last week. So you know we think it's going to be smooth sailing. We should beat Duke. Like unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. okay. we have experienced Notre Dame playing trap games. When it shouldn't be trap games in September, Toledo ends up being a trap game. In the last three years, we're watching Jack Cone throw four quarter touchdowns to save Notre Dame against Toledo, a MAC team. That's that that has been Marshall. Marshall's a trap game. It shouldn't have been a trap game. We should have been so ticked off after the Ohio State game, like dude, we sh- we should have won that game. Let's go out here and crush these dudes. That's true. And we turned Marshall into a trap game. Yeah, that was a trap that's, game. That's a trap game. Because nobody saw that coming. And, and, and Marshall controlled that game the whole game, too. That's a trap game. That was bad. So that's why, personally, I say the, the two games in the schedule for me are that Duke game, depending upon how the Ohio State game goes. Tennessee State, man, the chat is funny. Tennessee State is not a trap game, though. It's not a trap game. That's a game I'm looking forward to, but that's not a trap game. It, and the only reason I'm looking forward to it is because I'm really looking forward to seeing the HBCU band in the middle of Notre Dame Stadium at halftime. Man. I, I just want to see I just want to see how the fans really accept accept that band. And they, they, they really gonna play some hits. USC the next week. Just historically, historically, the fact that they just, for whatever reason, this program just gives Notre Dame the fits. You play USC, and then you play Pitt the next week. I think that's the bigger trap game. Pitt always just seems to play Notre Dame tough. That's the game I think. Just always. I think I think, I think they'll, they'll handle Pitt. Hey, we, we look at the schedule, bro. They should handle everybody on the schedule from us except the three big games. Yeah, I think but the, but the thing is, I think Duke is gonna be a bigger trap game. I, I I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna have to go against you guys on that. I think Duke is the bigger trap game than Pitt. Okay. Okay. Pitt's a trap game. Dude, come on, man. Because I, I feel like I feel like the USC game. It's gonna be a revenge game because it's more of the fact that we should we should have won that game. We can't be speaking of Pitt as a team that can potentially beat us. I mean, sorry, Duke as a team that can potentially beat us because come on, man, Georgia ain't worried about no Duke, and we trying to beat a Georgia. Well, why do you why do you keep bringing up losses in a trap game, bro? 
no big time program loses trap games. They just don't play their best. Yeah, and Pitt's going to be good. We know Pitt's going to be good. Pitt, Pitt is probably going to go to the. Pitt, yeah, Pitt knows how to. Pitt knows how to play us. I know how to play us. I know, but I feel I feel like because Pitt is going to go going to go into that game having a proper respect because they're going to have a good record. Again, I got I got Pitt going to the ACC championship game against Clemson, so Pitt's going to have their respect going into that game. So I think we'll be well prepared for that game because you know I feel like you know it's just and because in, in past times when we have played Pitt, I think we'll be more ready for that game. But again, nobody's talking about Duke for a reason. At, I it, see for a reason, <laughs> for a reason. And, and, they, and they have a top, in my opinion, a top 10 quarterback in the country. And one of the best coaches. Uh, what? Top I don't in this draft of loaded? I said top, I said top 10 in college football in the country. He's a top 10 quarterback in college football. Yes. What, what have you been watching? Hold on. What quarterback is this? Riley Leonard is a top 10 quarterback in college football. No, he's not. I, I got to watch his film. No, okay. All right. Okay. So where's All Sam right. Hartman if he's top 10? Is Sam Hartman in your top 10? I had Sam Hartman five or six. Okay. I've always said that. But Riley Lynn. Yeah. I, tell me who y'all top 10 quarterbacks are. I want to hear this. Yeah, Sean. Very interesting. If he's in your top 10, who's the other top 10? Because this quarterback draft is deep. He so said draft. Your... I didn't say draft. No, I'm talking about, said, no, no, I'm talking about top quarterbacks in college. But it's the football. same thing. No, no, it's not. No, no, no it's not. Two, two different. Because Riley Leonard is a better pro prospect than Sam Hartman simply because of his legs and his arm. What are you talking about? What are we talking about? Sam Hartman is a better college quarterback. That doesn't make him a better pro prospect than other quarterbacks. He's a, Sam Harmon. Sam Harmon is a better college quarterback than JJ McCarthy, but he's not a better pro prospect than JJ McCarthy. Who is your top ten college football quarterback, Sean? Because I think this is Caleb. Caleb Drake May. One, two. That's That's easy. That's easy. You're right. Michael Penix. That's a good one. Junior. Yep. Facts. Facts. Number four. I'm gonna go with. You can start debating Sam Hartman at four. That's pretty I high. Wouldn't, I wouldn't put him at four. I said you can start the people that love him, they can start debating him at four. I wouldn't put him at four. I'm going to flat out say, look. <laughs> you got all this. I'm saying, the only reason I'm saying this is because he's getting a lot of love and he did get better because as a quarterback, when he Bo left Nicks, Auburn. I know you was about to say Bo Nix. Go ahead, throw Bo Nix because we have five now. We have five. I, I have to give I have to give Bo Nix credit. He okay. put up numbers. He put up numbers and he looked a lot better. Okay, now we have five. Now you telling me you can't think of four more people? Yeah, better I can think of four more. No. Can you think of four more people? Since you're the quarterback, you think of four more people better than Riley Lynn. I would love to get you to finish your list because I just need to know where this where this guy is laying at because he's not five. I agree with you. I, I We got the same five, but your second five matters. Now, when you go from him. I got I, I, I'm throwing in that box. Well, you in forgot the, about Joe. Wait, 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 wait. About Joe, Joe wait, wait, Joe. You forgot about the Florida State quarterback too. No, That's no, no, two no, no. more. Jordan Trapp. Joe Milton is not better than Riley Leonard. Stop. Stop. Are you Joe Milton? Ain't did a darn Jordan, thing Jordan, in college Jordan, football. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis is definitely in, in five or six. Okay, now we have six. Joe Milton ain't did a darn thing. Okay. Whatever. Don't pull up, pull up Riley Leonard's stats and pull up Joe Milton's stats. There are more quarterbacks though. Joe, Joe Milton, you, was, Joe Milton, Joe you Milton. get out of here with that. Okay, we don't have to put Joe Milton in there. Joe Milton, get out of here with that. Joe Milton, and just look, Jay, JJ, I already know where he's going. So I'm just gonna throw, I'm just gonna throw Spencer Rattler trash tail on the list. I'm just gonna throw him. Hey, he needs to be Spencer Rattler's agent. Put that. 
He was hey. trash in the Gator Bowl. He seven. gonna be trash this year. We hey, had seven. Hey, how, we many, had how, many, seven. how many quarterbacks last season threw for seven touchdowns in the game? Hold on, let's let's go to Jaden Daniels and make it eight real quick. Let's go to Jaden Daniels and make I it eight. Do I'll give you Jaden Daniels? You still at eight, six, you still at six seven? No, no, we are eight. We are eight. We are eight. No, name the eight. Joe uh, Milton on my hey, list. He on your list. Joe, get that Joe Milton trash so out of here. I do Joe Milton. I do Joe Milton. Let's so you're seven. I'm putting Joe Milton. We're at eight. I'm talking about Joe Milton ain't better than him. He's not better than Ryan. Fine. There's more quarterbacks. You stop that. You stop. There's more quarterbacks. We got Jaden Daniels, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Clay Travis, Michael Penix Jr. It's not playing just Jordan Travis, man. He's not a singer. He's not a singer. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. <laughs> uh 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 who we say Bo Nix, that's six. Yes. Spencer yes. Rattler, that's seven. Yes. That's what okay. And then eight was who? You uh, tell me. I'm putting Joe Milton. You're trying you're trying to say Joe. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna say Joe. I'm not gonna say Joe. You gotta give me somebody that's actually done something. Okay, Joe Milton so didn't do nothing. We're at we're at seven. When he ain't do nothing in Michigan, and he still ain't done nothing in Tennessee. So where's, so, so where's JJ McCarthy? Is JJ McCarthy better? Hold than on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm thinking. I'll McCarthy. give you. I'll give you. Okay, JJ, so now we're eight. at eight. Now we're at eight. Hold on, hold on, now, hold on. Where's Sam Hartman at? What Joe Mo you talking about? No, no, I had Sam Hartman at six. I've been saying Sam Hartman. Okay, so then we're at nine. Then then we're at okay. Nine. So where is so you're saying that we're at nine bona fide. You're telling me Riley Leonard's yes. Right? I'm taking a quarterback. Oh, I'm taking a quarterback that threw for three thousand yards, twenty touchdowns, and six interceptions at Duke. Okay. Yes. Can, yes. Can we yes. go over the? Yes. I'm taking him as a top ten quarterback in college football. Like I said, can we? Can we go over the? He has better stats. Wait, wait. He has better stats than JJ McCarthy. And you took JJ over him, though. No, you threw his name on the list. I gave him to you. But that means you agree with it. No. I would say he's a better college quarterback than J.J. McCarthy. I would. So, so Quinn Ewers, where is he at on the list? Quinn Ewers mm. ain't did nothing. What did he do? What? What did he do? He's all so you're taking What Ryan did he Leonard do? All over Quinn. Go look at Quinn Ewers' stats. With all the talent asking- he had, look at his stats. Are you taking the man threw for 3,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, and six interceptions at Duke? Go look at what Kent Quinn Ewers did. And Dak threw for 200 y'all talk, yards. Y'all talking about boys. these names. Y'all talking about empty all these calories, names. You, that's exactly what Quinn Ewers is empty calories right now. That's going to lose his job to an incoming freshman if he's not careful. So that's what's about to happen. Arch Manning, Arch Manning is going to be the starting quarterback by October if Quinn Ewers is not carrying. You're taking Riley Lynn over Quinn Ewers. Can we get that on camera? Is that is that? You ain't got to put it on camera. I'll say it for the rest okay. of the year. So you're not taking Joe Milton and you're not taking Quinn Ewers over Riley Leonard so far. Man, stop mentioning Joe Milton, man. Okay, so that's no, true. He hasn't done anything. Joe Milton hasn't thrown a pick all year last year. Oh my God! Out of, out of fifty-four passes. Wow, he threw sixty-four passes. And again, and again, the two get the two games he he did actually start and play. He went. So he went, he, went 30, he went thirty for fifty-nine. I cannot believe y'all caping for Joe Milton right now. I got you, bro. You're I taking you're taking Riley Leonard over. Joe. That's, that's fine, Sean. That's fine. You taking him over Quinn Ewers too? Okay. okay. <laughs> Who has performed better in college? We're talking about one just because. First of all, don't get mad because you didn't know his name and you haven't watched this film. That's on you. I I don't I don't think he's that good. I think you have you can't say that you openly said you haven't paid attention to him. I think there's ten guys better than him. That's your opinion based upon that's not a, it's not you, an educated opinion. It's not an educated opinion. And honestly, numbers don't honestly, make it educated either. Honestly, y'all might because not. he has better numbers than, like you said, most guys in the top ten that you took over him. So but it's not like I said. If he can throw for three thousand, if he can throw for three thousand yards, say I'm, what? I'm taking Jackson Dart over that Duke quarterback. 
Because just because he plays in the SEC. No, no, no. Because of the coach he plays for. And and the conference because the coach he played he played for and the conference he but 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 I'll keep it a buck with you. You see, I pay I actually pay attention to the quarterbacks I actually rank. <laughs> I don't know about other people. They just throw people on the list because they like them when they want to be their agent or something. What do you mean? <laughs> I actually watch. Look, let me tell you something. Jackson Dart, in my opinion, had a game where he could have taken that next step. It was the first half against, man, who was it? Mrs. Ole Miss was on the road. I want to say it was the first half against, it was the first half against LSU. Yes. If you go watch Ole Miss against LSU, he thoroughly outplayed Jaden Dane. Thoroughly outplayed him. And then in the third quarter, Something just happened. That was like his opportunity to say, yo, I've arrived. I'm that dude. I love Jackson Dart's physical skills. I love the fact that even when, what's your boy, Spencer Sanders, when he transferred to Ole Miss, they had like two other quarterbacks transfer, and Jackson Dart was like, I'm not going anywhere. I was like, okay. I was like, okay, he's a dog. I can rock with that. I can rock with that. Number one, he's a dog, and I like the fact that he's under the toolage of the quarterback coach he's under the head coach he's under. So I'll give Jackson Dart a chance this year to show and prove. I'll give let's him a chance. See, Malik, man, Malik, Malik, I'm, I'm, man, your hatred for quarterbacks goes hatred? to NFL. Are you, you taking DJ over you, Riley Leonard? You you think the quarterback? Are you taking you think DJ the, over dude, Riley Leonard? You think the quarterback okay, in well, Buffalo and NFL I'm is trash? I'm taking DJ Uangale and I'm taking Shador over Riley Leonard. That would be more. Oh than, my god! Oh I, my I, god! I'll take Shador, but I don't know about DJ. Oh my god! Watch DJ go crazy at Oregon State this year. Oh my god! Oh my god! I would take Cam Rising over Riley Leonard. Now you being disrespectful. Now you now you nah, being disrespectful. Nah, nah, I would nah, take nah, KJ Jefferson nah, 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 Cam over Ryan. Okay, Cam Rising. KJ Jefferson over Riley Lane. And I would take Shador Sanders and DJ Uangale over Riley Lane. And, and, and you'll lose. And you'll lose. And you'll lose. With KJ Jefferson? Yeah, okay. I'll you will lose. KJ Jefferson, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. And I'll win. Hey, three years still trying to learn how to throw the ball. Go ahead. Take him. <laughs> take him. Take him. You can have your quarterback that's three Jefferson's years still trying to learn how to throw. KJ Jefferson's a top quarterback prospect this year. What okay. Still can't throw. But go ahead. You take him. Yeah, you, you take him. You take him. Riley Leonard can throw, but he can't still win. Can't, still that? can't throw. Still can't throw. But you take him. Which leads us to okay, Joe next. Milton throw. Yeah, he hasn't been able to for two or three weeks. I tell you, he's another thing. It's eight million. Hey, it's eleven million dollars on that bench. Joe Milton better step up early. I can tell you that. Joe Milton, Joe Milton gonna ball. It's eleven million. It's a it's it's a quarterback that's getting eight million dollars as a freshman on that bench with a big arm. Joe Milton ain't the only big arm on that Tennessee roster. He the biggest arm in the country. All right. He better show something. I know he that. In the country. He better show something. I know that. He gonna be on that bench. So Just like he was on the bench at Michigan, he gonna end up back on that bench at Tennessee if he's not careful. But you, you go ahead and be his agent. Him and Spencer Rattler. Go ahead. And keep, and keep saying, and by the way, keep saying Josh Allen is trash. Go ahead. He just... Just I don't keep say going. Josh Allen is trash. I say yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Oh, not he's five. not top five. My yeah, that's yeah. Okay, I agree. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I I I honestly, I can understand your argument for him not being top five because he does struggle a lot with red zone picks. I know that, but also about he said top 10 college football quarterbacks you're telling me you're taking riley leonard over dj uangale in college football come on that's a yes he was a bad he was a better quarterback last year in the acc what are you talking about who riley leonard was a better quarterback than dj in the acc last year what are you talking about about? it's the same competition we're talking about winning games are you kidding me he handed the ball off 
It had a top-notch defense. What are you talking about? I bet you, Deion. Man, stop that trash. Man, stop that trash, dude. He had a trash season. He was terrible in the passing game. And a freshman made his tail run to the West Coast. Oregon State's a better fit for Oregon State is a better fit for DJ. I don't want to hear all that fit stuff, bro. We're talking about college football. I don't, don't want to hear that fit stuff. I don't want to hear that fit stuff. Go watch that Notre Dame game. He was trash. He was trash. At Oregon State. He was trash. That's fine. Against Pac-12 defenses, that's fine. That's fine. Last year in the ACC, he was trash, and Riley Leonard was a better quarterback. Period. Let's move on. 